Welcome to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida, delivering your weekly dose of real medical news and healthy living tips and trends. This podcast is for anyone who wants to prioritize their health and stay up to date with the latest medical information to help you live your healthiest, happiest life. And now for your weekly dose of medical news, health talk, and a whole lot of fun, here's your host, Dr. Frida. I'm Dr. Frida, and today we're going to talk about controlling high blood pressure, 10 high-sodium foods you want to avoid. Now, when I ask most of my patients if they have a high-salt diet, they usually say, no, I hardly even add salt to my food. But what most people don't know is that most of the salt that we eat comes from prepackaged foods and from restaurants. And so you literally can have a high salt diet even if you never even pick up a salt shaker. Now, we know that high blood pressure is a leading cause of heart disease, strokes and other diseases. And a high sodium diet is a high risk factor for having hypertension. So today. We're going to talk about controlling high blood pressure. I'm Dr. Frida. I'm a medical doctor who has been triple board certified in nephrology, internal medicine, and pediatrics. And today we're going to talk about controlling high blood pressure. And I'm going to give you 10 high sodium foods you want to avoid. Now, high blood pressure is indeed a leading cause of heart disease, strokes. It is the second most common cause of kidney failure. Yes, many people who are on dialysis is all because of high blood pressure. And we absolutely know that having a high sodium diet, a high salt diet is a leading risk factor for hypertension. So what does that mean? Hypertension in many ways is preventable. So we are going to talk about high sodium, but in order to know what, what in the world is high sodium, you first need to know the recommendations. Well, the daily recommendation for how much salt you should intake varies from organization to organization, but all organizations agree that at very least you should be taking in less than 2,300 milligrams of sodium, less than 2.3 grams of sodium. And so I'll break it down per organization. The World Health Organization recommends less than 2,000 milligrams of sodium per day. The American Heart Association is actually a little more strict. They recommend less than 1,500 milligrams of sodium a day for adults to take in. And then you have the USDA, the United States Dietary Association. And according to the USDA guidelines, you should be having 2.3 grams of sodium or less. So less than 2,300 milligrams of sodium a day. And then for some recommendations that are more specific to patients with kidney disease, KDGO, kidney disease, improving global outcomes, the recommendation is that patients with chronic kidney disease, CKD, who are not on dialysis, the recommendation is 2,000 milligrams of sodium or less. You should be having less than 2,000 milligrams of sodium per day. So that's just to give an overview. Okay, so let's talk some more about the importance, the benefits of having a low sodium diet. Studies have shown that if you have a low sodium diet and you are a hypertensive patient, the low salt diet can help to lower your blood pressure. And even if you are a normal tensive patient, if you don't have high blood pressure, a low sodium diet can lower your blood pressure. And we find that the low salt diet is most effective in certain groups. Studies have shown that a low salt diet is most effective in lowering the blood pressure of blacks and of patients who are middle-aged or older patients. 
And another thing, having a low salt diet can actually make your body more responsive to blood pressure medicines. And so you get a double good. You have a low salt diet, you take your blood pressure medicines, and it will really improve the effects. So there are all kinds of reasons to have a low salt diet. But first, let's identify some of the foods that are high in sodium that you may want to avoid. You're listening to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida. Be sure to download a copy of Dr. Frida's latest book, Under Pressure, your step-by-step guide to controlling high blood pressure. You'll find this and more at HealthyHappyLifePodcast.com. So let's talk about salt. Just good old-fashioned, regular table salt. How much sodium does it have? Well, in one quarter of a teaspoon of table salt, there are 590 milligrams of sodium. That's one quarter of a teaspoon. So in a full teaspoon, a tiny little teaspoon of table salt, you have 2,360 milligrams of sodium. And so according to the USDA recommendations, in just one teaspoon of table salt, you've already exceeded your daily recommendation. So then you might be saying, well, you know what? I don't use regular salt. I use sea salt, sea salt. Well, guess what? Sea salt still has sodium in it. So now let's see, let's look at sea salt. This is sea salt right here. In one quarter of a teaspoon of sea salt, sea salt, there are 530 milligrams of sodium. So then in a full teaspoon, there are 2,120 milligrams of sodium, which again, already exceeds the daily recommendation. So this should start to give you an idea of how much salt you might be taking in, even if you don't add a whole lot of salt to your food. Now let's look at this pink Himalayan salt. I know a lot of folks will say, oh no, no, I don't use real salt. I cook with Himalayan salt. Guess what? Now, even though some of these specialized salts will have certain minerals that can be pretty healthy for you or can help your body, they still have sodium. In one quarter of a teaspoon of pink Himalayan salt, you have 560 milligrams of sodium. So what does that mean? In one full teaspoon of pink Himalayan salt, you have 2,240 milligrams of sodium. Bottom line, for any type of salt over here, whether it's the regular salt, the sea salt, or the pink Himalayan, if you do one full teaspoon, you've already exceeded your daily recommendation of sodium, which can increase your chances of having hypertension. All right, so now let's talk about some food items. I know that a lot of people like to be healthy and do a lot of vegetarian, vegan, or plant-based diets, which is absolutely wonderful, it's excellent. But I still want you to be aware that a lot of the pre-packaged vegan or plant-based foods are still high in sodium. So let's just take a look. Let's just say you decide that you want to be healthy and do a plant-based vegan sausage for breakfast. Here we go. If you do three plant-based vegan sausage links, that is 390 milligrams of sodium. And you know, a lot of you eat more than three for breakfast. So just be careful and make sure you're looking at the packages. And then if you want your kids to stop running out and eating all this fast food and all these chicken nuggets, you might say, you know what, kids, you're going to do vegan chicken nuggets, plant-based nuggets. Well, guess what? If you give them four plant-based nuggets, that's 370 milligrams of sodium. So just four of these vegan nuggets of chicken 
plant-based, 370 milligrams. So just saying that you need to be careful and keep watching your labels. Now let's talk about some of the lean or lighter uh, TV dinners. You might decide that you want to have a low calorie meal. And so you have something you want to throw in the microwave. That's not going to be too many calories. So take this nice spaghetti, for example, this is something that is packaged as a low calorie meal, something that will help you to maintain your weight, help you to lose weight. And it's only 310 calories for this serving. Not bad, but guess how much sodium is in it? 750 milligrams of sodium. So again, even when you're making healthy choices and you're trying to do vegan things or you're trying to do low calorie meals, there's still sodium. So just make sure you watch your labels. Ketchup. Who doesn't love ketchup? I know I love ketchup. You put ketchup on some of everything, your French fries, you put it on your, your burgers, your chicken sandwiches. Well, I don't put it on my chicken sandwiches, but bottom line, a lot of people put ketchup on things. And you don't even really pay attention. You just squirt the ketchup and you don't worry about it. Well, guess what? One tablespoon of ketchup has 197 milligrams of sodium. And a lot of you do not count how many tablespoons you're squirting. So again, beware. These are some high sodium foods that you may want to avoid. Now, we don't live life in a black and white situation where everything is all or none or in a vacuum. So when I say avoid, I mean, just make sure you have your moderation and you avoid excessively eating high sodium foods. All right, let's keep going. Oh, I'm having fun. Let's look at turkey. Okay, let's look at turkey. A lot of people will have turkey on their salad or they'll have a turkey sandwich and that, and that will be your choice for something healthy. But you have to remember that when you are dealing with pre-packaged turkey, a lot of times these deli meats are high in sodium. So a serving of deli turkey, and by this, remember, I mean something that is pre-packaged and sealed, but a serving is considered to be two ounces. And in two ounces of turkey, you have 510 milligrams of sodium. And you know y'all like to pack your sandwiches. So a lot of you might have four ounces or six ounces. So if you have two ounces of 510 milligram sodium, ooh, what's the math? We're already talking about 1,020 milligrams. And if you are really feeling hungry or you go back to give yourself a couple of snacks and a couple of sandwiches, and then you have eight ounces of turkey, oh my gosh, now what are we up to? Now we are up to 2,040 milligrams of sodium. The point is make sure you keep watching the labels because even something that may seem like a pretty healthy choice, deli turkey. If it's pre-packaged turkey, it could be a high sodium item that you want to avoid. You're listening to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida. Be sure to download a copy of Dr. Frida's latest book, Under Pressure, your step-by-step -step guide to controlling high blood pressure. You'll find this and more at HealthyHappyLifePodcast.com. What else do we have over here? Oh, bread. You know you love bread. And bread is not something you really think of as being super high in sodium, is it? If you like these little rolls, then two of these rolls, two of these will be 160 milligrams of sodium. And then how about bread? If you have two slices of bread, now you're talking 180 milligrams of sodium. And a lot of us like to go back and get another sandwich. So you just have to keep multiplying. Again, make sure you look at the labels and when you're eating bread, just calculate it and know how much sodium is in it. Ooh, I almost don't want to talk about this dinner, but you know that a lot of times for convenience, 
especially if you have kids or a lot of hungry people in your home who just keep eating, you might want to take the root of things that are a little less expensive and buy TV dinners. And you think, ah, we'll just throw a TV dinner and it's not that big of a deal. Well, let me tell you right now, these TV dinners, these frozen prepackaged TV dinners are absolutely loaded with sodium. So you have to look at the label. Now here we have a TV dinner. We have our beef here. We have mashed potatoes. We have green beans. Oh, that's healthy, right? We have green beans. Looks like some kind of a chocolate dessert. The portion is not huge, but you know, it's quite filling. So you might grab this and throw this in, in the microwave and give it to your kid. And you're just like, oh, just, just eat this, honey. It has vegetables. It has, we're fine. But guess how much sodium is in here? 1,630 milligrams of sodium. And this is just one meal. So if you pick up these TV dinners, please look at the label. It's a high sodium food you may want to avoid. What else do we have here? Vegetables. We got more vegetables. So you might say, you know, I'm going to have a day with no meat. or I'm going to have a low meat diet, which in general is a good idea. And you may decide you're just going to have a bowl of corn, a bowl of corn for your dinner. So here, let's just take this nice. Oh, here we go. We have a bowl of sweet creamed corn. That sounds healthy, right? I mean, who doesn't love corn, right? Especially when it's sweet and creamed. Well, guess what? If you take this bowl of corn, which is just one can of corn, one complete can, let me tell you, you will look at the label and it will tell you for one serving, it's 340 milligrams of sodium. Okay. But then you have to see what they mean when they say serving. And what they say a serving is, is a half of cup. It's like, okay, a half a cup. Well, in this particular can of sweet creamed corn, there were 3.5 servings in a can. And do you really think that one can of corn will serve 3.5 people? At any rate, 3.5 servings. So now let's take the 340 milligrams for a serving. And if you eat the whole can and put it in the bowl, which you likely will, then you multiply the 340 milligrams times 3.5. And in this one bowl of a vegetable, you now have 1,190 milligrams of sodium. That's a high sodium food you might want to avoid. So now we've talked about the salt, the plant-based, the TV dinners, the sandwich meat, the corn. Oh my goodness. Let's talk about noodles. Oh, we got a lot of noodles. I'm talking about these prepackaged noodles that you buy. You put water in them and then you can season them and they're really just ugh, so delicious. Sodium. So if you look at the package, it will tell you that one serving has 760 milligrams of sodium. But again, remember, what do they mean by a serving? They mean a half a package. And you know good and well that you use a whole package when you make these noodles. So then a whole package of these types of noodles is 1,520 milligrams of sodium. So you're already over halfway there at hitting that uh, daily recommendation of sodium. So make sure that you watch the labels. Now, what have I not talked about? I have not talked, oh, fried chicken. I don't even want to talk about the fried chicken because you already know. We've got to talk about fried chicken. Just one fried chicken breast with the skin on is 1,360 milligrams of sodium. And you know, good and well, a lot of times you have more than one piece of chicken. And so if you have two pieces of chicken that are fried 
breast with skin on, then you're talking 2,720 milligrams of sodium. And you know, you have gone far over the daily recommendation of sodium. So now we've gone through 10 foods you may want to avoid. I threw this up here just for fun. This is a diet soda because a lot of people think that if they have a diet cola, they're really doing great things. Well, understand that if you have 24 ounces of even a diet cola, it is 80 milligrams of sodium. And a lot of folks will sit there and just drink diet sodas all day like water because it's zero calories. And you think you're doing all good. Just beware of the salt. So there you have it. 10 high sodium foods you may want to avoid in order to control high blood pressure. Remember that high sodium diets can lead to hypertension, which is a leading cause of heart disease, strokes, kidney failure. If you found this to be helpful and informative, please be sure to like it and to share it with the people you care about. Also, if you have not done so already, make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel and that you tap that notification button so you'll be among the first to know when I release new medical content. Also, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Dr.Frida. That way you find out what I'm up to in my own everyday life as I try to live my healthiest, happiest life. And I want you to do your best to live your healthiest, happiest life. I'm Dr. Frida. You've been listening to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Also, if you enjoyed this show, don't forget to leave an awesome five-star review on iTunes so we can continue to bring you great medical talks. This podcast is intended to be informational only. It is not a medical consultation, and this is not personalized medical advice. For medical advice, please consult your physician.